Hi guys, and welcome to another episode of Real Talk with Pastor Brad and Christy Webb. I am not Bree. I am Aaron filling in for Bree today, and today we are talking about losers we are not. Should be a good one. Here's your hosts, Pastor Brad and Christy. Well, hello, Christy. Hello, Brad. Aaron, you're already a loser. <laughs> the title was Losers, losers we, we Are. are. Oh, well, losers We Are. Really All that hard. pressure of Bree's job, man. I, it's just making you it's sweat. Hard. I got it's so hard. excited, too, because I was like, it's one take, I'm done. One wow. take, I'm done. You got it. Hey, thank you for introducing us today. Bree is neck deep in Cultivate Camp, loving on some children. So she is. A break she needs. <laughs> a break she does need. And um, she is in there. We were going to grab her for a minute, but she is right in the middle of her teaching, teaching session. So we did not get to um, talk to She did not get to join us today, but we are going to talk Solo about. without Brie. We are going without Brie, but that's okay. We, we're going to be big, big people. And big be people. Able to 20 seconds it. in, we already missed her. Right, right. We've already messed this up. We um, had one job. What? <laughs> What's that film with the football players, you know, ESPN? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One thing, yeah, man. One, one thing. thing. One, one thing. thing. Actually, he doesn't. He's got like three yeah, things he's going. Button, and clicking, doing yeah, all kinds of he's stuff, got so. like two things sitting in front of him right there doing him. And then and in addition to talking, he's got so much stuff going on. So, um, update. We do have some updates. Updates. Lots happening. A lot is going on. What a week it has been. Showed it's up Sunday for church as normal, and God showed up, and it's the end of the week and we're still having church we are still having church daily, absolutely daily it's church. been a great time to have a, an awakening a, a reviving intimate relationship with the lord jesus christ excuse me and we are having a um we're having a really good good week for that absolutely <clears throat> so good things happening we are we did not have time to wait for Bree though because update on the farm <clears throat> it's not raining it is not raining, which means Brad is in running, running, running overdrive, trying to get everything done because we live in Louisiana and uh, a storm a, is a brewing. There's a storm in the Gulf, and who knows where that storm may take, you know, take align itself with over the weekend. And so, so, as they like to say, the old colloquialism: you have to make hay while the sun is shining. And the sun is shining, and so, so Brad is playing on the tractor this week. So uh, Brad and other members of the family. Uh, and anybody, all. anybody I can uh, uh, commandeer or wrangle into coming and helping. Aaron, what are you doing after this? <laughs> <laughs> Learning how to drive a tractor. <clears throat> when was the last time you drove a tractor, Aaron? Uh, that would be. Uh, let me check. Never. Never. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. What? How have we had a relationship this long and I'm not introduced? So you. today will be the end of that. <laughs> man, now we I'm know what Aaron's going to do after this. So disappointed in me. <laughs> city boy man yeah, I know. No, we're dragging you out to the country <laughs> so great things are happening though we are praising the lord for all of that uh, it was a slow week in our podcast world it was slowest we... climb yet oh poor us it's probably because jacob mccoy won last week and he quit liking and sharing yeah he's uh, he's done he's done his thing he got his gift and he he's got the out of here at the end of the yeah straight yeah yeah, yeah absolutely it's so. all your fault jacob but no, we um, we're we only are? up to 1961 1961 but at least we didn't go backwards they we didn't did. take podcast <laughs> people you, from us can you do that <laughs> take away our podcast downloads um, but we are still trying to get to that elusive 2,500, so AirPods are in our future. Somebody's future. Somebody's future. That's right. Somebody's future, not ours. Um, because we do have AirPods in our family, and we really like mm-hmm. this gift. So they are excited about 
our, our family is excited about this gift. Absolutely. So. We're believers in them. They're We're great looking, and wonderful. I do not have them, but other people in our family do. And um, so they're looking forward to this Absolutely. gift. Absolutely. So jumping into our topic today. Our topic today. Um, yeah. Inspiration I, from Christy. Yes, I brought that up. I brought up the topic today because um, if you don't know me or if you haven't heard already, I am an Ole Miss graduate. And Ole Miss has struggled from time to time in the sporting world. From time, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll go with that. We can live in anyway, your world. Anyway, bringing immediately up to date, Ole Miss um, did not, is not going to be making the trip to Omaha or is not in Omaha for the Baseball World mm-hmm. Series. And um, I found this out not by checking on a score because honestly I'm not a I'm not a big baseball person. I do um I'm more of a football person, but um I did not find out by checking the score or by someone saying, Oh, did you see the score? I found out by Ella was um looking at a picture on Instagram and the, the thing popped up a new message on Instagram or whatever and it's and she said to me, Who is Bianco and why do you want to fire him? And I said, what? And she said, um, this this Instagram post came up from someone, you know, one of my Instagram friends that said, Bianco ruined it, or fire Bianco. It started out fire Bianco. And it immediately went to, now they went to the, I don't, I don't know anything baseball termish, but they went. Super regionals. They went to the super regionals. So they didn't do bad. I mean, they, it's not like, you know, they, they went home at the first the end of the season and said, oh, we need to do better next year. They went to the Super Regional. They played three games. They lost the third game, and they are not going to Omaha. But immediately, the coach was blamed. Immediately, the coach was, you know, we should fire him. We shouldn't give him a second chance. There's no second chances in coaching. There's no, you know, all this stuff. So today, I told Brad I wanted to talk about um, how do you lose, how do you teach your children, your friends, the people around you that the, a good way to lose, you are going to lose. Mm. There is going to be a winner and a loser in every situation. And someone is going to have to walk away a loser. And how do you lose? I don't know. Gracefully is the right word losing gracefully, but how do you, and, and especially, how do you teach your children? Because now my child is like, oh, so we're firing the baseball coach. Ooh, do they fire coaches when they lose a game? And I'm like, no. And she's like, well, your friend wants to. <laughs> your friend wants to fire this coach, you know, immediately. And so what do you say to your children? What do you say to your friends? How do you react when you lose because you're going to lose. In so life. a couple of things on that, Christy, um, to all of my Mississippi connections, family, and some friends. Um, I did not come up with this topic of being losers. We are associated with Ole Miss. It was Christy's idea. Well, it, it that, that is factually how it happened. And that is, it is why factually I want to talk about it. But the irony of it is uh, when Christy brought this topic to me, which if you're tired of hearing our conversations, please send us some things you want us to talk about uh, that is uh, you have interest in. But 
the the funny part is is that uh, Palmineri is retiring at LSU, and a few days prior to this, uh, it's that the headlines here read on a social media page of mine, uh, Bianco in the running for head skipper at uh, LSU. And then to, you brought this to me, and it's like, he's, they're going to fire him. <laughs> no, my friend wanted to fire him. I'm not saying they're firing him. I'm not by any means. So anyway, Again, but, not but in the we live world. in a world, though, that has no margin for any setbacks. That is true. And so we, we have cultivated an environment, and if you know anything about me, and no offense to any of my friends who have upward programs, but it just really drives me crazy because we teach kids that they don't ever fail and everybody gets a trophy if they participate or you even get somewhere close. When in the real world, we have setbacks. And setbacks do not define our future, but it actually actually it does in a good way because many times it's the catalyst that really helps us move forward. Yes, and but how do you do that because, like, our, our children are so f- fearful of failing because they if you fail you lose your job and that's that's what Ella immediately associated I mean Ella oh. is only nine years old so she immediately saw that as this guy lost a ball game and he lost his job well in, in, in an imperfect culture we have created a culture of perfection that says there's no margin for error and that if you don't continue meet our expectations, of course, sporting world is brutal. I mean, if you don't win, you don't stay. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, it it bleeds down into <clears throat> a lot of other but areas I, and, and occupations. And, and I did not do my correct research. He made it to the super regionals. Mm-hmm. He did win. He's not a loser, so it's better than so, others, yeah. Yeah, I'm just oh, an epic failure. Should I say he did lose? Mm-hmm. He did lose, but he did. You know, I mean. He did better than a lot of people. I don't even know there are a lot of teams. I went. I did look back at the thing, and there's a lot of teams on that oh, NCAA yeah. list. Uh, it, it, if and you don't make it to the regionals, you're, you're pretty bad. <laughs> it kind of has everybody can come and Somebody's got to lose, though. Somebody Somebody's, does have to lose. That's Somebody's what I'm lose. saying. Somebody's got to lose. And how do you deal with that? And how do you um, – and your reaction, not just, it is especially, you know, I'm a mom, so how do you teach your children to lose and stuff like that? But at the same time, your reaction to your friends and your reaction to your, you know, if you don't hate, like as an old Miss person, if I don't hate Bianco, my friends are like, oh my gosh, how can you defend him? I'm not defending him. I'm not, I'm, I'm just not hating on him. I'm not saying, you know, I'm sitting here saying he did good. He, he got to the super regionals. He's, you know. But they're not happy with that because he didn't win the highest thing. Mm-hmm. And my thing is, every person's going to fail. You are going to fail in life because even in the Bible, Jesus sent people out and he said, you're going to be rejected. You are going to fail at the goal that I am giving you. Don't worry about it. Dust your shoes off and keep going. That's my version of how the Bible reads. I am not... And, you know, he's the preacher. I'm going to let him talk about it. But it does in, in Matthew. Preach. It says, you're doing a good job. It does say if I'm, I'm sending you out, it says I'm sending you out. But then it also says if you are not accepted in this mission that I'm giving you, if the world does not accept you and does not take into the message that I'm sending you out with, Dust your feet off and keep going. This is a cool thing because uh, literally this week has been nuts, as we talked about earlier. Uh 
I've just been so busy uh, trying to get our hay up before the storm comes, and then um, we've been at church till 10 o'clock every night, like yes. or getting home at 10 o'clock every night, which I'm not complaining. Thank you, Jesus, for that privilege no, and opportunity. And and uh, the um, so we have not had a collective time to sit down and talk about this uh, together, really, other than just in passing, but like scriptural, scripturally wise. And so Christy comes in this morning with a passage from Matthew uh, where it's talking about, and in Luke, it talks about, you know, I'm sending you out. I'm sending you out um, as, as, as sheeps among wolves, and uh, don't take anything with you. And then if they accept you, stay. Stay in that place. But if they don't, knock the dust off your feet. The scripture the Lord gave me was found in the book of Philippians. It's a powerful passage of scripture, and a lot of people are familiar with Philippians in the third chapter. But here's what it says. It says, not that I have already reached the gold or I'm already fully mature, but I make every effort to take hold of it because I have taken hold of by Jesus Christ. I do not consider myself to have achieved it yet, but one thing I do is forgetting those things which are behind me and reaching forward to what is ahead I pursue as my goal the prize promised by Jesus Christ. So when you think about that verse, it's it's an amazing verse because Paul says, I've not made it yet. I'm striving forward. And it reminds me of a mentor that I had, uh, or I still do. He still invests in my life regularly. And I remember probably 10 or 12 years is the first major expansion it was in the year of 2012. We were talking about adding on to our building, our first big project, and and I was talking about whether or not I should do it and um, how nervous I was about that. And he said, uh, the question is not about failure. Everybody fails, is what he said it's, at some point. It's setbacks. He said, right. the question is, Brad, he said, will you fall forward? Falling forward. And he said, you're six foot something. I said, one. He said, okay, if you'll fall forward, then you'll be six foot one inches further than you were when you fail. That's Falling right. forward. And um, setbacks are meant to do that. You know, Paul says, I've not made it. I'm striving for it. But one thing I do is I'm not letting those other things define me as being a loser, but I am letting it define me to be the perfecting agent in my life that God uses to bring about the work that he's trying to do in my life in a unique way. And it's just so important. Like you said, you know, everybody is going to have setbacks and you can call them failures if you want to. If you are, you know, like Brad was talking about the feet wise, if you're going for a hundred yards and you only fall six feet, You've still, that's still six feet that you've fallen. I mean, you know, you still fall forward, you're, you're six feet closer. And but inches count in football. Inches count. We know that. They're, they have a yellow line on the screen to make sure that, that you can tell where that important inch is. But it's so important to, to show other people to react well in the immediate moment. Now, I'm not saying that Ole Miss should have, like, you know, started celebrating oh we lost Jay. let's say that that's not at all what i'm saying but as a um as a person that is an, as a spectator you're gonna kind of yeah, have to but but uh, brad wants to make an old miss comment i, am I just gonna, checked I, on old miss as well they are currently ranked number 12 out of 64 which is not terrible they're not terrible they're not I, terrible I, I, I am gonna say that you are a bianco fan 
I, I am a Bianca fan. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. like him. You like I, him I a don't, lot. I don't dislike him. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. I, I'm not. But I'm not on a bandwagon. And right. say, oh, there's no way we can get rid of him. The program's so gonna fail the, without him. The thing, though, and Aaron makes a good point. You know, you're 64 teams in your number 12. 12. Yeah. I mean, so that's not anything. But but all of this helps refine us. And God uses setbacks and failures. One of the most epic things that you can do in a Bible study is to go and read in the life of Jesus and um, just look at his story. You know, he, he calls his disciples together. He gives them this motivational speech, and then he tells them you're going to fail. People's not going to want you, but don't let, it fail. don't let it stop you. Keep moving. And then, man, he sends them out. They have this big rah-rah moment, and then they reject him. And then, and then he goes to this town, and they're like, aren't you Jesus, Mary and Joseph's boy from the carpenter shop? And the Bible literally says he could do no great and mighty works there except heal a few sick folks because they didn't believe in him. You know, it's just like, ah, it's just a carpenter's boy. And then, you know, they had these, it was, his life is like a roller coaster. If you look at it, it's up and down, man. They leave, great things happen. They heal people. And then John the Baptist is arrested, a low point, And then he's crucified. And then it goes, I mean, beheaded. And then all of a sudden, you know, it gets worse. And then he goes and spend time with the Father. And then the disciples go out on the water. And it's just, even Jesus' life was defined by ups and downs, highs and lows. And what Christy is saying today is that in life, you will be a loser at some point. But you only are a loser if you accept that. Well, and even it, if you, even if you, um, not necessarily you're labeled a loser, but things are not going to work out the way you want them to. Well, they're going to be labeled There's a loser. There's going to be they, they, they say, I'm a loser. <laughs> they buy into the lie of defeatism. You know, the devil's accusing them and saying, oh, man, you you know, you're good for nothing. You know, you failed this and that. And a lot of people aren't able to press on. Like, you know, I tell you who the loser is, the guy who thought Michael Jordan wouldn't make it in basketball. Right. That coach is a loser. <laughs> yeah. I know. And, <laughs> That's and a coach that should be fired. <laughs> I love, um, I used to make my kids read when I was a teacher. I used to make my kids every um, fall read the quote by Michael Jordan that talked about how many shots he had missed. Mm -hmm. And I don't. I don't have the quote now with me, but I mean, like, you know, he had a huge number of, of shots missed. He had a huge number. He didn't make his ninth grade team. He didn't make his, I don't know, you know, other teams. He wasn't, he wasn't the starter on his high school basketball team and all these things. And he became Michael Jordan. I mean, you know, mm -hmm. yeah, he was have, Michael Jordan then, mm -hmm. but no one else appreciated that. Yeah. People have that. If you're not first, you're last mentality. Right. I mean, and there's so many, and and you can't, not not every human can be first all the time. Mm -hmm. That's you, okay. You just literally can't do that. And I, I, I think it's funny that, you know, they talk about mountaintop experiences and you look at the next mountain and you say, oh, I wonder how the view is from over there. Mm -hmm. Well, you have to go down to go, up. to go back up. Oh, come on, somebody. But mm. we, no, 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 we that don't want, preaching. we don't want that. We don't want that. We want a zip line from mm -hmm. mountaintop to mountaintop. That is pretty fun. And we not only, and, and that's exactly where I was going with that. Stay, not stay only do I, we want to stay. She set a trap stay, and I walked in it. He did. Not only do we want to stay on from one mountaintop to the other and a zip line between them, we want the zip line to be fun. We want the experience from one mountaintop experience to the next mountaintop experience to be a fun experience. We literally want to live zip line to zip line. And you can't do that because even then, you just get motion sick. You don't, you're not, you know, you're not going to literally be where you can, 
It's, have, unre- it's unrealistic to expect that, too. It is. It's so unrealistic. But that's what I feel like we're setting ourselves up for, or society sets us up for right now, mm. is I'm, I did this. Even if you do this one great thing and let's celebrate it, the next great thing What's has the, to top yeah. it. And the you problem know? is nothing really grows on top of high mountains. Oh, They're beautiful to look at. I was going to write that down. <laughs> but deep. nothing really that's grows deep. up there. And the Lord knew that we could not drive on top of the mountain, so he strategically picks out valleys for us to walk into. And today, maybe you are not on top of the mountain. You're looking up at it, and, you know, you're surrounded by it, and, uh, man, you're just feeling like you don't know what to do. The question is, will you fulfill Romans eight twenty eight, which says, God causes all things to work together for good for those who love him and are called according to his purpose. The promise of hope, living hope right there. So Brad is a pastor, and people are always saying. <laughs> if you didn't know. We almost have an altar call after that. If you didn't know that. <laughs> um, Brad is a pastor, and he, he um, people are always saying, oh, and, and it's kind of a joke that he's like, don't you tell, don't preach my sermon to me. You know, we, we <laughs> repeat things back to him, and he's like, uh-uh, get your own sermon, get your own sermon. So I always say, people are like, so isn't it hard to have to live the sermons, mm-hmm. you know? That that birth so came I, because of you, because you was always wanting to go home and preach my stuff back to me, and I was like, uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> if you, you can preach to me. Don't be, go get your own. So, my point so is. So, now she's like, so, well, go live your sermon. <laughs> so, I always now say, can't you just preach about, and I, and I said this in front of, um, I think it was Pastor ba- Bob Rob Galloway. Galloway, and I said, can you not just, I, I always tell Brad, can you not just preach about those those green pastures that it talks about in the 23rd Psalms, you know, and, and pastor Bob pointed out to me, he said, Mm -hmm. but you know, God doesn't say you, you like, you just lay down because you want to. The verse says he makes you lie down in green pastures. And so he is going to get you to a point where you are going to have to just stop. And I was thinking about you just said, you know, things don't grow. That green grass doesn't grow on a mountaintop. Mm-hmm. God's going to bring you down the mountain, but he's going to let you lay down and he's going to let you rest before your next mountaintop experience, before you have to start climbing again, before that. God calls for that cycle of rest down in those green pastures in mm-hmm. the valley because the green pastures are not going to come on the side of the mountain and they're not going to come on the top of the mountain. They are not going to. And he is going to, and and. That's how he designed it. He designed for us to be down in that valley and experience the coolness of the valley. You know, the sun's not shining on you. You are literally down low for a reason to to gather all your stuff and your senses and all that back. Um, and to make sure that, you know, you do. You take that moment that you're not scraping to the next mountaintop. And with that, what Christy's saying, too, it's, you know, you may find... Excuse me, I've um, choked up here. Um, one of the things, um, you know, we if you're not careful, you'll resent the valley. Yes. And if you, you resent the valley and you resent the failure and you resent the setbacks, only then will you be the ultimate loser. And I just feel like the world is teaching us to resent them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it's, I like to say uh, they're not a setback, but they're a catapult to propel us forward. Whoa, okay. That's a whole different thing. A catapult. Thomas Jefferson. <clears throat> Most people know who he, that man is out there. If, if you do not, just look up in the room you're in and you'll appreciate 
his uh, ingenuity and stuff. And um, his after when he was well in years, I, I can't remember the years what how old he was, but his laboratory burnout. I think and you mean Thomas Edison. Thomas, who did I say? Thomas Jefferson. Did I say Jefferson? You said you Jefferson. Did. I stand corrected. <laughs> I was looking at. I was, I was going, wondering why uh, you was, was giving me that. I was look. wondering where you were going with that. I okay. was wondering okay. what Thomas Jefferson. See, guys, it takes a team. It, it takes, takes a, team. a team. Right here, I'm a failure. No. Now I could crawl up in the fetal position and say I just made a mistake in front of 1,900 people. Or we could just talk or about Thomas Edison. Forward. So anyway, look up and you will see what Thomas Edison did. But his laboratory yes. caught on fire, and when his son found out about it, he went running immediately to the laboratory because he just knew. His father would be distraught, and it was uh, the sun was already setting. It was you know it, it was getting dark outside, and when he's time, his son said, when he approached the area where his father's lavatory was, he looked and he said it was this craziest image. He said in the streets in front of the fire, in the glow the glow of the fire, here was his father, and he gave this vivid picture of his wiry hair you know just frazzled and everywhere and he was dancing in the streets while his lavatory was in fi- uh, on fire and man the son approached him and his, he realized his son was coming his father said go get your mama go get your mama go get your mama and he's like dad are you okay you sure you are right? he said no it's your mama and so he went and got his mom and when he come back he grabbed his wife and he said look honey all of my failures have gone. just burned up. They just went up in smoke. And his son said, yeah, but dad, you don't care. He said, well, everything I've done that's successful, it's it's already somewhere else. It's yeah. already in production. It's already in patent. Like he said, the only thing that burned up was everything I failed at. And he and I forget the number of how many inventions he actually tried to, to yeah. do. But I'm telling you, Dave, that's the mentality that Christy is talking about is that, man, we look at that and we say, wow, God, thank you for pulling that out of my life. Thank you for letting letting that go. I remember uh, this this week we had the the honor of burying our hero, Brother Bob Galloway. You just talked about him and sending him off and celebrating his life and legacy. But one of the things that was it, it, they had in, in the 2001 when he retired, he had how many people he had baptized, how many people he had married, how many funerals and all that. And I'll never forget in 2005, the church I was pastoring uh, caught on fire, and I lost all of that. And uh, I was keeping a record, man. Yep. And, uh, man, I was like, Thomas, that's when I found this quote by Thomas Edison, Edison not Jefferson. <laughs> um, it, it went, uh, you know, I found that, and it brought me so much peace, you know. And, I mean, I, I had a, a video of every person I'd ever baptized at that point. And, you know, God's just done so much different in my life now that sometimes he just allows us to get to a different place and measure things differently. And what we think it may be the ultimate failure, God said, just wait. I'm trying to position you to a place where you can receive what I'm wanting to do. I just, I think it's cool in the in the Bible where I was talking about, Jesus said, you're going to fail. Don't even worry about the dust that those people have it. Don't even worry about the don't dust. Don't take it with you. Don't take even that. Don't let it bother you. Even the dust on your clothes. Just wipe it off and keep mm-hmm. going. And I just think that's so cool that you know. Even Jesus said this is going to happen, and we are not going to let ourselves get bogged down in it. I don't want you to you know have a have a disciples meeting and talk about the the things that 
the failure and all that and worry about new ways to do better the next mm-hmm. time and then we'll go back we'll we'll all join in we'll all join together talk about our failures and then we'll go out and do better the next time don't even worry about it don't take notes on the failures write down what happens good knock off the dirt of the what doesn't go well and keep going absolutely and so i just think that's so important for us mentally for us as teachers for us as adults and other people um younger than us i won't Mm -hmm. say necessarily kids because a lot of times adults feed off of adults Mm -hmm. we Mm -hmm. talk about you know kids learn Mm -hmm. this from their dad or you know you're you get you get your overreaction from your dad or i get my overreaction from my dad or whatever but kids learn how to react to things yes but adults join in reactions Mm -hmm. a lot of times Mm -hmm. i think personally yeah and so um and in and this is so not really about. Yeah, if baseball. you don't believe me, just go to a little league game. <laughs> a little league, huh? Game. You'll watch those parents, man. So, but I mean, this is not about a baseball game. Not about Ole Miss or little league. It's about how do you handle any Walking kind of a victory, any kind of a setback, and 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 even those as victories to learn from. So, because to go back... Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were done. No, that because as Edison said, you know, everything I... At some point, and I'm misquoting him. Um, you misnamed him. I'll misquote him. All right, go but ahead. But he said yeah. every, failures. every failure te- is, is just one thing that didn't work. It teaches me what didn't work so that I can know how to try something else. Mm-hmm. And that is correct. So, every failure... He, he saw every failure as a victory of what not to do the next mm-hmm. time. You got to learn. So as you're out there, man, struggling with this, uh, maybe you've had some setbacks and some things didn't work out. Your business plan flop, you're struggling with family or whatever it may be, your finances. And, you know, you just don't know what to do. Then run to the person you have a relationship with. If you're married or you have a a spouse, a girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever that may be, have this conversation about how we're, we're going to allow these things to move us forward, not set us back. If you're a single, find some friends, find someone to come along beside you that you can have these conversations with because, you know, Aaron said it right in the beginning. Losers, we are not. Losers, we are not. We are not losers. You may be cast down, but the Bible says you're not conquered. And so you may be hard-pressed on every side, but it also says you're not crushed. And so God wants to do something special in your life. And so, so so is it setbacks we will have, but losers we are not? That's a good word. There you go. That is that how we could define it? But the world defines us as we are all losers. So as you are out there fighting the good fight of faith, make sure and stay extra humble and work extra hard because you will have setbacks, but Uh, you can be victorious. Side note, LSU isn't going to Omaha either. Ooh. Uh, you just had to go there. Had to, I'm just keeping it real factual. <laughs> real talk. Brad and Christy.